This is the Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast in which a bunch of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode 30, part 7 of Dragonforge and Associates, posted August 2014. Bone Throne. We're back with another edition of Total Party Kill. The group has gotten back together despite terrible summer schedules, and uh, we're ready for more adventuring. And to bring that to you, our Dungeons Master, Dan Morin and Tony Sindelar. Hello, boys. Hello, Jason. Hello, Jason. Welcome back to your doom. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, did, oh, I, did I get ahead of myself there? Um, Welcome to your doom. So... Uh, if you recall from our last session, our party engaged, as I believe, uh, uh, a bunch of kobolds and, and found some prisoners, and there was there was a, l- a lot of things happened. It was a very busy time for our adventuring party, Dragonforge and Associates. Yes. There was this really irritating bugbear. I remember that. Everybody loved that bugbear. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> I'm going to a sandwich shop later, I hope. He it might it might take some time. Okay, the small mm. business loan situation in Undermountain is a little tricky. They haven't invented Kickstarter yet. They mm. just have like they actually together. just kick oh, people. They kick people to <laughs> yeah. get them started. That's all. They it. start to kick them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I believe then a couple of our uh, our more uh, valiant members of our party decided to go back through the Hall of Statues and then let themselves into another room because nothing bad has ever happened when they went into a room. We're not here to stand in hallways, Dan. Floating bones are, you know, they're probably pretty nice. I was hoping for more empty books. Yeah, that was, yeah, the entire <laughs> 90% of Undermountain is just mm. empty books. Best the adventures of the blank books. Well, the true adventure is the story you write in the blank books. Oh, oh dear. The treasure was within us all along. That's not true at all. That is actually, that is actually not actually true. Actually not true. That's 100% false. The true adventure is friendship and when those friends turn on you. Provably not true. The true adventure is sharks. Um, Sharknado? Yes. So, uh, hashtag tech shark. To, re- uh, to set the scene for what you guys saw when you opened this door. Actually, should we look at the bones? Or before we do that, we'll go back down our uh, our list of adventurers. Mister Dragonforge, would you care to introduce yourself? Please, Mister Dragonforge is my dad. I'm Peter Dragonforge. Walked right into that one. I I am a I am a uh, lawful good human paladin, and uh, we used my dad's uh, uh, basement as our uh, our hangout area for our uh, club. I mean, party of adventurers. Before we ended up down here in the Undermountain. Ah, uh, the Undermountain. Uh, who else? I believe we have a, a cleric in the party. Why, hello. I am Rizwin. I am a dwarven cleric. I am impeccably four foot three, I think it is. Um, and I am searching. Four foot three. I am searching. <laughs> I am searching for history in Undermountain. Very interesting history. Excellent. Uh, there was a singing uh, ranger in there somewhere. Yes, you may call me Mister Quiverbottom. By the way, I know it's, a, <laughs> nope. it's not his name, but we can call him. Not going to happen. <laughs> you really should. Yes, Senor I am, uh, Quiverbottom. Olestrin, the elven ranger, master of the wilds. Yeah. Master? Uh, Real? master? master? Yeah. More or yeah. less. He can make marshmallows, right? I'll be Intern? the judge of Intern that. Intern of the wild? I'll choose I, less. I got more mastery than the rest of you. I'm, I'm just going to go that far out on a limb. False. That, that, you don't even know what a limb is. 
Um, all right, that that was the voice. I'm about to extend one towards you. Oh, <laughs> less of a limb, more of a digit. Uh, <laughs> that that other voice was our our true nature master, our druid. Yes, uh, I am playing Cat, who is slowly dropping syllables and is now K, because who wants to be called Cat anyway? Um, and she is looking throughout the Undermountain, hoping to find... Are you making little scissor? What's the What's the, the symbol for the letter K in sign language? You, uh, that'll be like this. our secret... Okay. Yep. I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> and that's in the United States for oh, our right, national watches. It'll All be right. different. Now, you learn something new every day, Jason. Um she is she's looking for uh, a cure for a plague that is uh plaguing her homeland has plague you. and has and plaguing Orlestrin for being uh woefully under knowledge about the actual woods uh okay uh, we'll see who's woefully under knowledged <laughs> if we, we ever know we're not in, in the woods <laughs> which seems extremely unlikely so we are underground but you never the know. under mountain is full of magic so so you do know that the woods right, are above ground off, speaking of it. magic uh our, our resident wizard i am melik a tiefling wizard i am in search of knowledge and there's probably some down nope, here no knowledge fresh oh, come out out. <laughs> <laughs> Just ran maybe out. somebody dropped some. Someone, no. Well, maybe, maybe. Um, and his faithful assistant, our friendly neighborhood rogue. That would be me. Uh, I'm a human rogue. I just, I just learned that I am five whole inches taller than Rizwin, who is sort of my other boss, and I pretty much follow him around and do whatever they tell me to. Excellent. Yep. Great. Well, now that we've uh, refamiliarized everyone with our cast of characters, let us set once again the scene uh, for where we left off. I will turn that over to my co-DM, Tony Sindelar. So as you'll recall, you just entered this small chamber, uh, and there is a trail of blood that you've been following for quite some time. It ends at the body of a what appears to be a human clad in robes with a pointy hat. Uh you also notice in this small chamber on the southern side a tremendous stone, a tremendous throne carved from a single <laughs> block of stone. Stone throne. And on that throne is an ever-moving jumble of bones, including a skull. Stone throne bone. Throne that seat. can't be healthy. A <laughs> pair of bony feet rests on the floor, exactly where they would be if the skeleton were seated on the throne. Got restless bone syndrome. Leg bones up to the knees are still attached to the feet. So normal, normal, your normal skeleton throne, you know, you see, if you see one, you've seen a hundred. This is just your, your, your typical skeleton sconce. Any I have seen a hundred skeleton sconce. In nature. Yeah. Ensconced in a skeleton <laughs> throne. Totally normal, everyday, floating pile of bones. So who? Yeah, not so uh, much. Can we, can we tell how uh, recently deceased this corpse is over here, just out of curiosity? How are, where are you standing, Illustrious? I'm just wondering how much our screwing around with the uh, the bugbear and the statues might have impacted our ability to save this we person don't who's know. obviously drawn on the map in a prone position, <laughs> but nonetheless may be alive. Do From out in the alive. hallways. Do not dismiss the much. importance of the statue messing. Perhaps you would like to move closer. We'll Perhaps I would. Well, I would like to, uh, since I'm actually in the room... Uh, that sounds great. I, I would like to now. I would like to go check out the corpse slash potentially alive person and uh, <laughs> okay. see if they are in fact alive. Why don't you roll a uh, heel check? A heel I'm going to keep my eye on the floating uh, pile of bones there. Okay. 
Are they dead? Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. The bones? I don't uh, trust so the bones. So it looks like you rolled an 18 I on did. your yield check? I did. Um, so he, th- this, this is the body of a human who you might conclude is some kind of wizardry pr- profession based on his robes. And he appears to be recently deceased. Can I have his hat? Is he still warm? He has lost a great deal of blood. Most of his belongings are rather blood-soaked. Even the Peter, hat. Oh, no. Peter, you are oh, Peter, man. you are a paladin. You don't just take people's hats, head. okay? I want I want a pointy hat, but I don't want it bloodied. That's that's gonna that stain. Yeah, you could buy a pointy hat. You earn a pointy hat. Didn't stop me from picking up a train. You're gonna never get that stain out no, of there. No, dry cleaning not so great in underwear. Was it already a red hat? No, it was blue. Oh man. I will not have <sighs> so you people like a diminishing hat. a Well that's well, that's, that's extra wizard. That's an unnatural color. That so can I can I tell exactly what killed him? Yes, he uh, appears to have many rather substantial stab wounds uh, in his throughout his CSI Undermountain. Okay, stabby. Was does the skeleton happen to be holding a stabby thing by any chance? The skeleton does not happen to be holding anything. He's just he's not even really a skeleton. He's a collection of floating bones, okay. but there is no visible weapon. I was really waiting for Rizwin to say, it looks like he and then don a pair of sunglasses and say, <laughs> got the point. Yeah! <laughs> Thank you all. Don't, 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 don't. I'm, don't. I'm glad you, you stood in for me there. That I will I will defer to you in uh, in CSI comments. <laughs> that uh, That's literally all I've ever seen of CSI. <laughs> Based on the angle of the stab wounds, can I determine the approximate height of the assailant? Based on the what? <laughs> the angle of the stab wounds. Can well, I? Do you have a it wasn't me. I didn't approx- do it. Can we check toxicology yeah. on this? Uh, Olestrin, well, do you have a... Based on the uh, goblins that you saw further down the hall, you can guess they're short. Yeah, let me ask you, Olestrin, do you have a protractor for this angling thing? <laughs> <laughs> I do. That's part of my standard nature uh, gear, sure, actually. Sure. Since we're already under the Undermountain, I guess you could say this guy is dead and buried. Nope. No. <laughs> He's he's really not buried. No, he's, well, we're under the no. Undermountain, so he is sort of yeah. Anyway, he's entombed. Maybe he is entombed. <laughs> Thanks, Monty. Should we should we check out if he's got anything on him? Maybe looks like he's six feet under mountain. Maybe we should make sure he's not going to start moving again. Are you saying we should things. stab him again? <laughs> yeah, that's a little I heartless. Think, I think we should probably you know. leave him alone and investigate the bones. Like, are they magically being held up? I'm assuming so, because generally bones don't just sort of... Uh, <laughs> or is there float? some sort of a fan underneath? There are no obvious fishing wire. I mean, you up. never know how they entomb their dead in the Undermountain. It could be floating true. bones. They could just it's position creepy. them with uh, fishing line and stuff. I mean, is there a fishing line? <laughs> Doesn't look like it. It looks unnatural. Ah. Uh. Perhaps one would say magical. Like, does it give me any weird chills or like... Well, you know? look at the time. Is there a man with a chainsaw <laughs> behind the throne? I guess that, that's really up to you as a personal decision in terms of how your character would react to seeing a floating cloud of bones sitting on a rather ornate throne deep underneath the world. Sorcery! It's fascinating, <laughs> isn't it? I'm slightly mesmerized, but I think we should go someplace else. I would like to know more about these bones, and I would of like to. Of course, uh, you would. Of course, I would. Can I do some sort of arcane check to see if there's an obvious magical origin for this? Sure. Uh oh, wasn't ready for that answer. <laughs> can I? Can I determine like if the bones are like human or dwarf or anything in particular? You could do that too. All right. There's all kinds of stuff you could do. <laughs> 
There's my arcana roll. I rolled a six and added oh, 11. Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of magic in this room. They're close enough to the ground that they could conceivably be jumped. Uh, Melek, um you're pretty confident that magic is making these bones float, and it's not like a very strong updraft. All right. Um, you know, it's it's pretty powerful magic. It's probably beyond your ability to kind of directly interact with. All right. Good news, everybody. There is powerful magic in this room, and it affects bones. <laughs> Hooray! But I have those. Yeah, the bones inside of us? Because I'm not... My rheumatism feels fantastic right now, by the way. So who's next? Um... So if you wanted to inspect the bones, I would probably do a heel check for anything kind of related to anatomy. Okay. How about a 15? Uh, 15 is pretty good. Tell me. Tell me. So Rizwin yeah. inspects the bones and, you know, Rizwin's a, a cleric. Uh, you've probably been around a little while. And these seem to be uh, human bones. Hmm. And it seems to be a more or less complete set. Okay. Uh, did, Steve, did you want to do something? I just want to stand here in the corner and watch the bones float around. It's kind of cool. <laughs> you sure know how to have a good time. I'm kind of wishing I had one of these in my office. It's like a really dry lava lamp. It's so <laughs> soothing. Okay, well, I feel like these bones are not really going to help us find uh, what was Do we want to grab one? Czar or, um, not really. The bones seem happy where they are. Well, I mean, they're, they're fairly happy. It, you do notice as you guys walked around the room and, you, for example, as you inspected the corpse, that the skull... Kind of like tracks your movement as you go. It's like the eyes follow you. Oh God, guys, we're in the haunted mansion. No, no, it's, no it's, just, it's just inside out. It's totally a trick. Maybe I we should ask yeah. anybody want to look at the um, look at the throne there and see if they can spot any secret compartments or anything kicking around. Somebody that has better. Um, I have, oh, actually I have pretty good perception. I'll do it too. We can both. I'll, I'll either aid or. I'm gonna back away from the throne because this is obviously kind of unnatural, and I. Just... I'm aiding. Uh, and while they're doing that, I am going to address the bones directly. Uh, to see if I can reason with them in some way, assuming that I can roll a diplomacy check. Which bone are you going <laughs> to address? Almighty bones. Uh, the but, skull. The skull. Okay. Kind of a you traditional gonna, choice. I'm going to say, hey, hey, skull, we mean you no harm. I don't know what harm we could do to you. We are just adventurers uh, in Undermountain. And uh, that's a 17 diplomacy roll. I hope that really gets me in good with the skull. The, it's It's hard to say. There's no immediate reaction from the skull, but... I don't know. Maybe Peter feels really good about what he did. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Yeah, I, I could tell. He's doing his job. Yeah. Keep you around um, for a reason. So, Diplomacy. Uh, Kay, you rolled an assistance on somebody's yes, perception? Yes, on Alestrin's perception. And then Alestrin actually did a perception, right? I did. What'd you get? 24. With uh, Kay's help, that's pretty good. You notice um, a kind of indentation around the base of the throne which you suspect is a secret panel Ooh, yes you however don't have any kind of obvious signs of how you would activate or open that turn the skull somebody grab the head and turn it <laughs> that seems like I'm, a bad I, idea i volunteer you yeah i love the number of people that are volunteering <laughs> to Look, i'm great at rage i'm not so can i shoot an arrow at the skull and turn it Google, that way who will bell the skeleton? Fless is really good at at uh, at, at like thievery and things. No, she, could she get? Flessie, you could probably she pop shouldn't, it open? shouldn't do that. I can sometimes get into things, but I don't want to touch the bones. I recommend not doing that. I, I don't want okay, Flessie going near those. That's. I'm going to have a look at the torches around the perimeter here and see if any of the sconces look like they're movable or. They are 
pretty sweet torches. They're giving the room a nice kind of glow. You know, just the right amount of lighting. It's kind of atmospheric. Who and keeps them lit? So I'm gonna go back behind the throne to see if there's anything back there, and also because I want to see if it, I want to see it would be really cool if I could make that skull turn all Spin the way around. All the way around, yeah, that would be really sweet. awesome. Good You're call. breaking its poor non-existent spinal collar out. Anything? Anything back there? <laughs> there does. It's it's the back of a throne. It's not as fancy as the front of the throne. Is the are the eyes is there falling? A in? Mechanism for the secret panel back there. There is no giant lever. That you know the says, the true the true throne makers make the back of it look just as good as the front of it, even though nobody's going to see it because they know that it's well made. <laughs> Especially when you have the throne sitting like five feet away from the back wall, which is uh, you know a little it's breaking protocol a bit. But well, I think that's Ooh, for the makers. lighting to hit the. Uh, Oh, yeah. Occupant of huh. the throne this... properly. Right. And right. they have guards stand back and behind it. Did the skull follow Peter as he went back there? Yeah, let's say, yeah. Woo-hoo. So he wasn't paying That's attention sweet. to the rest of us, but was paying attention to him. Yeah. All right. I'm officially creeped out. Let's go check out another room. Um, oh, but there's good stuff in that throne. we got to figure out some way to get in there. Oh, is it let's pop- you guys do that. Have we figured out whether that throne is tripped via thievery or via magic with someone with magical abilities? Not non in nat- unnatural magical abilities. Want to check yeah, that can out? Can somebody discern whether the throne itself is magical or if it's just the bones? I'll have a look at it. Uh, what do you got here? You got a throne. Uh, good for sitting. <laughs> I have rolled a number. It's a high number. <laughs> Malik, you feel confident this this whole situation is very magical. Mm. This whole room is kind of filled with magic. Yeah. Um. Like, you, you suspect probably somebody's not coming by and, like, relighting those torches every day. Huh. It's The magic in this room is beyond my capabilities to directly mess with. Let's let's search the body and then leave the room. How about that? I'm going to shoot an arrow at the skull. Uh... Could you give us some warning, those of us that are standing right next to the throne? <laughs> this is a warning. very good shot. It's <laughs> unlikely oh, to geez, hit any over here, let see if I can say. knock the skull off of the, the throne there. Oh, oh like I'm William Tell with it. Back. <laughs> yeah. I'm going I'm back in, go the, in the hallway. The, yeah, we're going back. Just don't... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go. Good luck. <laughs> Bye. So Come on, you guys. Storming the castle Many of, of our adventurers are going to... Temporarily right. retreat from the room. <laughs> I'll, be right up, I'll be right over Alessia here. I never went in. in. Some not entirely agreed upon. Uh, back away from well, the no one's telling me strategies. not to do it. They're just leaving the room. <laughs> well, you, I assumed you would have already shot without asking our permission. So, Well, I'm, I'm a team player. All right, I'm going to stand out in the hallway here. That's where we are. <laughs> well, I, there's a doorway there. It, Whatever comes shooting out of me is probably still going to just I, hit me. I don't think it's a good idea to shoot the skull. It's just, just a thought. My magical experience but... tells me that most powerful magical systems cannot be easily disrupted by shooting arrows at them. And if they can, it's usually explosive. And if, if that skeleton is actually conscious or thinking being of some variety he's probably not going to appreciate you shooting an arrow at him just thinking about that also let Mm. us remember that you know not too long ago things were shooting arrows at us that's true maybe it has magical abilities to redirect our fire i i I still think the most important thing to do in that room is to search the body of the wizard oh we have still haven't done that have we no, you've all run back out. Because the there's a guy with an arrow, bow and arrow. Like I gotta get that skull. <laughs> I I don't feel the need to search the body. So really, really. Oh man, why are we even down? I'm here? respecting the dead. 
What if there's history in that? Maybe All he's right, got I, a history book. I, I, I'm going to go up to a Lestrin. With knowledge. Peter so goes up to that. a Lestrin and says, uh, hold on a second. Let me at least give the uh, body a once over. And, and Peter's going to come over and give a little. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, what are look. you doing to this guy? And you're, look, I'm, I'm, <laughs> and I'm you're, occupying the same square as him. What, what are you talking and about? And you're a paladin? Here you go. Okay. I am looking at him from a respectful <laughs> distance and searching his body respectfully. <laughs> Roll respect. <laughs> That's diplomacy, right? Mm. He's abstaining. Uh, yeah. Respect um, the corpse. That's a thousand. <laughs> a thousand respect out of a hundred. Lawful Man, this good went off respect. The rails fast. So there's not much on the body of the wizard other than the blood-stained clothes, which you've already already seen. Um, he carries, you know, basically your usual sort of adventuring gear: some rope, some fire-starting materials. Um, he does appear to have some sort of magical implement, but it doesn't appear to be anything particularly interesting or special. This guy did not seem like he was necessarily the most well-trained wizard, hence perhaps his untimely demise. All right. Yeah, you know, I'm still alive. That should tell you something. I'm going to take the hint. I'm going to take the magical implement and the hat, and I'm going to go back out of the room and give them to Melik and say, "Hey, I got these for you, buddy." I don't know if they're any good, but uh, check it out. And then that's, the hat that's, is, uh, is I would say dripping, but really sopping with blood. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to carry it with like my arm extended and let the blood out, drip first, as I take it to Melek. And then I hand it to Melek and step away. At home, uh, Peter has a embroidered uh, a embroidered up. piece on his wall that reads "World's Worst Paladin." <laughs> <laughs> I'm new at this. This is not good for nature. Although a wizard's hat is very important to him, the hat of a dead wizard does not normally carry any uh, symbolic or real value. <laughs> okay, I dropped the hat then. So I've learned something today. <laughs> well, Wisdom from our I guess a necromancer wizard. might find some use in the blood that's soaking it. Yeah. The blood of a dead wizard. We don't have those here. Good. Right, I'm re- I'm ready to move on down the hallway and not. All right. Angry yes. If I pop off this skull, will you guys at least back me up if something awful happens? Nope. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going down the hallway. Yes. Hazy. Try again later. I will. I will, friend. All right. I'm going to pop it. Here it comes. Range. This range. Really basic. Idea. Yeah, that'll work great. Oh, man. It's 28. No, that, it's, a, it's a crit. Wow, we critted that skeleton. Wow. Wow, I was gonna make a joke about you missing the floating skull, but no, no, you hit it pretty soundly. So your right arrow, in one of the eye holes. Your, Come on, your, one of the eye holes. Your arrow, get, yeah, right through the eye hole, right through the eye hole, and in fact, takes it because of the velocity and the and the angle, <laughs> shoots it like right off the throne, and and seemingly is about to pin it to the wall, and and it gets pinned there for about a second, and then the skull simply just disappears from the arrow. The arrow is still stuck in the wall. Skull disappears, and then momentarily later like a moment later, reappears floating back where it came from. Okay, so, we gotta get out of here. As though it were part of the arrow. As though it There's were Nice shot, though. Nice shot, Alestrin. Good shot. Good <laughs> try. You. Thanks. Thanks a lot. The uh, skull also, the, apple, but... the skull swivels to look at Alestrin. Doesn't say anything. Just looks at him. What's up, buddy? Like, Sorry about the shooting through your skull. If you had to guess, you'd say that <laughs> skull not. is saying, you know what you did. But you do have to guess because it doesn't cheerful, say too. I totally rocked that shot is what I did. Skulls usually look pretty cheerful in my experience. That's true. <laughs> That's a good point. It's smiling at me. It's a happy skull. So what's down the hallway? Yeah, so you, you, guys are, you guys are closing the door on the dead man's throne and walking away? 
I'm sure yeah. there are now. lovely things in that throne room, but um, not so lovely as the. Palace. I like that we've inspired fear in you now. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to really mess with Tony's anything. Really, Tony's statues have inspired fear in all of us. Oh, I want to mess with all kinds of stuff, but I was told not to. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. So, what things they're afraid of? Statues, doors, bone, chairs, creepy bone throwing, bone clouds. Bones, not the corpse, though. The corpse torches, were broken. Okay DMs, right. chairs. Other players. Yep. Yeah, I'm not so fond of Alestrin right now. Yeah, honestly, the floating bone cloud is probably totally harmless. It's not an inanimate object or something else otherwise not dangerous. <laughs> it's neat, but I don't see what use it is to us. So to kind of reorient us, you guys are now standing in uh, the hall with many, many statues in it. And that was kind of the first main chamber you arrived in in Undermountain. So there's a passageway leading back uh, to that place that leads back up to the tavern. Uh, there are many other side passageways um, from it, and there were two trails of blood, one that led into this room, and then one that led into the room uh, where you fought a group of kobolds and goblins, and there was also further chambers beyond that where you conversed with a bugbear and mm. a dwarven prisoner, and, and so on. And I believe specifically, just to reorient you for geography, uh, Smurgle the bugbear had indicated that all of kind of Zara's headquarters was uh, to the east of uh, where you There were. was some sort of laboratory back there, as I recall. Yeah, and, then, and, then, and then some, some stairs, stairs down. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Uh, now, there are many, many other passageways off of the, uh, the Hall of Statues. Um, and in fact, the Hall of Statues continues for some distance, um, but it's not illuminated to the west. You, the, kind of, the light dies off, uh, but you could keep going to the west for... Sometime, if you provided your own illumination. Though, maybe some of those statues are uh, as interesting as the first couple. Let's look for some more rooms with secret doors in them that we won't open. We use the magic <laughs> uh, magic word to dis- disarm the statues. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, I know a uh, magic the, word. The, Remember, these statues are off. Although, the bugbear, while we were in that room, could have come back and said it again. Tony, that was a very dramatic way of seeming to suggest that we just go back where we were before instead of going down you know there. there are many many places you can go in the undermountain it is a labyrinth um but you can do whatever you want this is an adventure we create together with our imagination where you guys wa- wander through the darkness getting killed by statues hey flessa yes can you check out the door right behind me and see if there's traps on it i can look but i really think you're better at that than i am Really? Hey, why are we My not? My perception's uh, not that great. Mine's not. Corpse I can check. We just found. Okay. Are we going to shuttle that one into the bucket? It's wisdom based. Oh, I've got oh, a I fairly. See. I've got a fairly high perception. I can. I can check. If you find something, I'm your gal. See, I don't think we should take the corpse out of that throne room. Oof, that's not a great role. There's probably a reason it was left there. I think he actually probably dragged himself Crawled there and there, then died. Yeah. Oh, dead things don't move. That's why it was left there. Well, I think. Yes. Well, I think they dragged him in there, stabbed him to death, and left him there, possibly as a friend for the skeleton. Well, I think it was dead on its way to being dead when it crawled in there. It probably was stabbed. You know, you say ballad of the lonely skeleton, and it really skeleton. was him. I think. He, I think yeah, it was now. He. it's it now. Um. So, anything on the door there? You know, the door seems uh solid and untrapped. Um. And as far as you can tell, unlocked. You could simply uh, turn the handle and enter. One does not simply walk through a door in Undermountain. Actually, <laughs> yeah, they do that all the time. That's what the doors are there like for. Like, all the time. Yeah. Yeah, okay, whatever. I go check out the door. <laughs> so and I open it. You open this door. Um, at first blush, 
it seems to be a uh, a room come on books, that contains come on books, much come on books, come on books. N- not much more than than tables that seem to be set up for games. There's some dice, some oh. cards, some more complicated Ooh. games with playing pieces, and you're kind of looking games. at that and you're like, well, that's kind of interesting. It's it's empty. It's a fairly small, self-contained room. Um, but hey, guys, let's play D and D. Briefly thereafter, your your eyes are drawn upwards, and you notice that above on the ceiling. There are glued a ton of furniture in the other direction, many of which seem to also contain cards and dice and games with playing pieces that you assume are glued onto those tables. Can we actually see any glue or... I mean, it's hard to tell. Uh, you, you don't really know off the top of your head how else they would get those things affixed to the ceiling, but perhaps there is something else going on there. Creepy. How do you play a dice game in a room where the gravity changes? That's a great question. Very carefully. Rigged. It just depends on which side you're on, top or bottom. <laughs> I'm going Since in. we only have one torch, I would like to... You could light a torch. I would like to illuminate my orb, please. <laughs> That's something oh, best done in the privacy well. of your own home. Uh, press to digitation, I believe. Okay. Is that what the kids are calling it these days? It is. Um, okay. So you have on a digit. glowing orb. Okay. I'm going to go inspect some of the games. <laughs> because why not? So some of them you're pretty familiar with. I mean, there's some standard playing cards and some dice. Um, you'd be familiar with a game. Uh, I think it's called Three Dragon Ante, which is a fairly common game that you would find in in your inns and taverns and gaming houses. Um you know, stuff that's used for minor gambling type uh, in, uh, uh, games of chance. Um, some of the more complicated ones, you don't necessarily know off the top of your head what they are. Um, there's some that are written in sort of strange, unfamiliar writing uh, that doesn't seem to be of any alphabet or language that, you're f- mo- that you know of. Um, and then others that seem like they might just be more... Um, Either simple or complex games of uh, played by goblins, kobolds, and other creatures that you know have some recreation time. I rolled a seven. I definitely don't recognize those languages. Yeah, they're they're unusual. It's strange. You thought that you were pretty well versed in most types of common script, but for whatever reason, these things they just don't seem to mean anything to you. Are any of the dice shiny or sparkly? Oh yes, many of the dice are shiny and sparkly. All right. Then I may try to liberate a couple when nobody's looking. Roll, roll, give me a thievery roll. Sure. Um, so you reach over to grab one of the dice, and you think you're, you're being exceptionally sneaky about it. Nobody's really paying <laughs> attention to you. Uh, and as you grab the die and try to pull it up from the table, um, you realize that it, it apparently is also glued to the table, so it doesn't move. <laughs> that also makes, seems like it would make a game hard. Boom. It does. I don't like this room. I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah. sounds good. <laughs> Guys, I think the, I think the rooms uh, down this end of the hallway are increasingly boring. <laughs> yeah, everything's boring after you let that skeleton that's floating over a throne let go. Let's let's go see if we can find this Zara fellow. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. Where's yeah, I think so. I don't know what, what they say, are boss? anyway. They look kind of weird. Want to go back to that lab? Which that our, that our friend Smurgle the bugbear uh, told us was uh, behind that door. Oh yeah, the one we had to burst into. Yeah, they called the, the non-certified <laughs> yes. laboratory manned by kobolds. Yeah, I, sure. I could use another fight. Kobolds. It may be. It may be certified. It's unclear. I don't think. I don't think they respect the scientific method, Dan. 
I mean, mm -hmm. that's awfully judgmental. I still think we should mess with the bones some more. Well, there's always the opportunity to split your party into two separate groups. Never oh, split, that would be uh, split up to cover cover more ground. Perfect. I think it's a bad idea. You really want to live up to this podcast name, yeah. don't you? No, we're going to kill well, part, part of the party, and then up. we're going to kill the other part of Guys, the party. Guys, let's uh, do a little podcast deal. just about Steve. It'll be about four <laughs> minutes long. Alestrin <laughs> and the Adventures of the Floating Bones. And dead. And now Alestrin's dead. And yeah, there, roll a new there was only ever one him. episode of that show. <laughs> it was awesome, though. All right. Um, so you are navigating your way back through the room that you uh, where you first met a whole bunch of kobolds with that other uh, blood trail. And then yep. further into that prison hall. Yes. And then I believe there, there were some double doors. I'm just going to temporarily... Snake uh, killed him. Yes. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Oh, my. Uh, we haven't said the movie yet. So. Good night, everybody. <laughs> so it's okay. Um, Could be Rashomon. So to remind you where you were, I believe the doors to the west in this map go back into the uh, uh, the main Kobold Goblin Rooms and the doors to the yep. east move forward into what you were told was a laboratory. Didn't and this, this room collapse? makeshift prison room is not in great condition no. seeing as a large section of the ceiling kind of caved in. Collapsed, yeah. 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 So I would say that, keep in mind that this door, the top door with Melek standing next to you is it's salvageable. The bottom door is probably a little harder to get through since there's a lot of rubble and stuff around. And, mm. and pulling a door open against a bunch of rubble is a little difficult. Rubble, rubble. <laughs> Thank you, Hamburglar. Isn't there like a zombie in here somewhere? There yeah, is. he's chained uh, to that yeah. pillar. Lester, you, ah! should, you should watch out for that zombie. <laughs> yeah. He, he seemed did not put excited to there. see you again. No, he, he's looked no very zombies. lonely. No um, zombies. Melek, are you, are you leading the way into the lab? Uh yeah. All right. Bold. Well, the orb is leading the way technically. I yes, like it. The orb does what I tell it. Does it? Interesting. <laughs> All right. So, um let me move us to the next map, which I can presume we do. As soon as I figure this out. <laughs> this is great. Tony said this was totally where we should go. Yeah. I know. Well, Tony, I don't argue with the dungeon master. That's what he, what no. have you learned in life? That's all that you is need what to know. I've learned in life. Yeah. To be fair, Smurgle told you to go this way. Yeah. Tony is much more indifferent. That's also so you're true. Saying well, we no. should have learned do what bugbears tell us. Yeah, that that is you the know, cardinal I feel rule like of this. Always one of the big takeaways the from this adventure is going to be how each of your characters thinks about their future dealings with bugbears. Oh, good. Sorry. Doesn't all have to be the same. I'm pretty I'm sure my character won't think about it very much. <laughs> that or anything else. All right. Okay. So, let us move. I'm there we go. Having trouble opening this door. It's taken a while. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of rubble on the ground, guys. He's yeah. yeah. Dan is clearing each of the little blocks from the door so you can open the door. All, All right. right. So I believe Melik has stepped inside. Uh, there's Barney rubble. Yeah. There's Betty rubble. There's Bam Bam rubble. Inside the lab. So Melik, there's a short hallway up beyond. It's well lit with torches in the wall, and there are kind of two little alcoves with doors on them to your right, which would be to the south. And there's also a door at the end of this hallway to the east. So you have, you know, I would say at least three options for where <laughs> you could go, assuming you don't want to start, like, tearing down walls. <laughs> Let's start digging. Yeah. There's always up or down in addition to east, north, south, and west. 
Hmm. Okay. Um, I will take a look at this door right here and see if I can determine whether or not it's trapped. So Rizwin is exploring the first door to the south uh, to check if it's trapped. I guess I can explore the other door and see if it is also How's a 24? 24 is great. Uh, the door does not seem to be trapped. Uh, this is actually a stone door. It's a uh, particularly kind of sturdy and heavy um probably would block a decent amount of sound or other things um but does not appear to be trapped just appears to be a door uh how about the other door 19 uh the other door k seems to be of similar construction and similar non-trap status rocking well this isn't trapped guys Neither is this one, supposedly. As far as you know. So the traps are probably beyond this door. Yeah, that just means the door itself is not dangerous. Mm-hmm. Not everything's about traps, guys. Some things are just about uh, doors. After That's the last two <laughs> sessions... We were told not to trust anything and that there were traps everywhere. The blind dwarf said so. What would a blind dwarf know? He probably just tripped over a bunch of stuff. What percentage of the doors in the various homes that you guys live in are trapped out of curiosity? I'm not uh, telling you that. My enemies would two. find out. More than you'd think, actually. <laughs> also, I'll point out that yeah. the blind dwarf was not blind when he came down here. Yeah. He <laughs> no. was a cartographer, actually. He made oh, carts. I forgot about that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he made carts. And graphs. And graphs. Yes. And carts and graphs. And then he drew mats also. No tables, though, for some reason. He was just missing an H. Just carts and graphs. This this fascinating conversation you guys are having while sitting in front of these two doors. (laughs) I'm just waiting for somebody to tell me what to do. Okay. um, Can somebody uh, launch into one of these rooms? Do a little dance. (laughs) Someone should launch into one of these rooms. (laughs) Make a little love. (laughs) I'm going to try to push open the stone door. Pretty sure I went through the last one. That's how we got (laughs) in here. All right, Peter. Can I open the stone door? Sure. Um, so when you step into this area, uh, you notice a very, very strong melange of smells. Not Ooh, most... Melange. Yeah. Mm. Unpleasant. Oh, unpleasant oh. melange. Oh. Uh, you Is can this I- where those guys got their pots You from? can identify some chemicals um, that, sound, that smell very pungent. Uh, there's a strong smell of smoke. And underneath it, the kind of sickly sweet smell of burned flesh. Oh, I thought it was going to be patchouli. I, I don't like Never that. Patchouli. That's even worse. Um, no. You catch Thank sight God. of some entry uh, across from this entryway. You catch sight of some workbenches that seem to be covered in tools that are carefully arranged and laid out. Um, and some materials, other materials that seem to be raw materials for making some sort of alchemical Ooh. solution. Um and you know, peeking around, you see there's a there seem to be a bunch of them sitting away, or uh, or sitting around. Um, you can see, I believe. Uh, let me just take a look here. Uh, some there are some people inside this room, and I say, people in the in the nicest way possible. I bet you could say it nicer than that. Yeah, I give it a try. Does that mean goblins? Uh it means. Things that are not quite goblins here will move. Uh, goblins are people too. Well, that's that's offensive. Yeah. Are they bugbears? Because I've been thinking about how I feel about bugbears. How do you feel about bugbears? <laughs> Tell me more. I'd like to meet more of them. <laughs> hey guys i came back to tell you about my sandwich ideas <laughs> just kidding i i got work to do see you later oh, see but you. i wanted a sandwich hmm. 
<laughs> via rat sandwich. Right. Sorry. Yeah. So deep fry, and I'm fine with anything. Peter, you've you you as you open the door can see there are some kobolds in here. Among them appears to be uh, one particular kobold who is carefully pouring liquid from one container into a vial that already contains another liquid. Uh oh. Um, and he seems to be. Are the liquids different colors? Very. Do they very bubble yeah, up? they do. Totally, they bubble. There's a I shoot the combination. Vial. No. <laughs> a Lester is not in the room yet. No. Um, he seems very, very focused on this. However, there are some other kobolds in the room who seem less focused on that. More, they were just sort of milling around, maybe some like filling up some containers or sharpening some tools. And a couple of them definitely look over towards you as you walk in and right. seem to be in. very surprised yeah. and go for their weapons. And I, I say, Hey guys, did you hear that, 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 uh, half that room collapsed right next door? They are less interested. So I think in before everybody, right, everybody chill or in. I shoot the vial. <laughs> since, since everyone just moved to the same, I square. just shout boo <laughs> and see if the guy drops. The vial. Yeah. We're pals. Probably. Yeah. Nothing, nothing <laughs> could go wrong. We're just really, really Nothing tight. Could go wrong. <laughs> okay, so should we should we be rolling for initiative with these uh, with these guys? Since I think we probably surprised them, right? I I would. Why don't you do that? Are we going to be in a position where we're not all standing in the same square? You cannot actually all stand in the same. Yeah, square. just tactically. That's, that's not really okay. okay. That's a problem. So really, you guys should go back to where you were when Peter opened the door. Okay. And then on your initiative, you can do various okay. things. All right, I was there. Otherwise, all the kobolds get to do crazy stuff simultaneously, too. Yeah, let's not do that. I don't think you want them to do that. I still want to shoot the vial. Like in a dance movie. Well, you can shoot it when it is your turn. Uh, By which I mean, don't shoot Everybody relax, or I'm going to shoot the vial out of that guy's hand. That's not helping us to relax. Not you. very specific Kobolds. (laughs) You have 10 seconds. (laughs) Well, he's obviously doing something very touchy. He's being very careful, so maybe we can, I don't know. We don't really need any information out of these guys, do we? I mean, we might. It's a value statement. We need information out of everything and everyone we see. We don't All know right. what we're doing. Information's overrated. <laughs> you Peter, would say that, Flessa. Voice of reason. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have all of the uh, adventurers rolled initiative? I have. Yes. I have. Yes. Oh, look at that. <laughs> we can't. Okay. Yeah, uh, so yeah. I Dungeon can't. Master Dan, yeah. have our adversaries rolled initiative? Uh, they will do so now. So, uh, Peter, since you were the first to open the door, you know, you'd be free to do any kind of conversing as free actions on your turn. Uh, but it seems like uh, both your, your friends and the uh, current occupants of this room uh, seem currently predisposed toward uh, yep. settling things via tussle. Is Peter in the room? Uh, he's one step in as, the room? Or? He's yeah. one step in. All right. As a free action, I say... Ooh. Smurgle the bugbear says free sandwiches for everybody in the next room. That's the worst battle cry I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> free sandwiches. Oh, oh wait. We're going to get tank. to learn about making. Free we're going to find out what Peter's, what Peter's bluff check is like. I rolled a 17. I think one of them thinks they're real. We did get an action point after the last fight, correct? I think I so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've got one. Yep. Right. All right. So I believe, uh, Alestrian Quiverbottom, you are at the top of the order. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, so can I send an arrow through this sea of bodies between me and these bad guys? Or am uh, I yes. going to have to step around him? 
Now, just to describe what our, our adventurers are currently doing, Peter has opened a door and stepped in, and there's a laboratory beyond with many workbenches and some low walls and some kobolds that are available and the sound of others nearby. Uh, Alestrin is behind several other adventurers who are behind Peter, and he has a view of one kobold kind of far across the room that he could totally shoot an arrow at. You this could also here? move into the room and maybe see some other stuff. Um, I was thinking, I don't know how you do that thing, but the, uh, the one directly that south guy. of you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you, okay. Dan. Which is the one holding the vial? There's this guy over here. Can I see him? In the middle. You no, do no. not no. really have a shot on him. All right. I'd slide to the left one step, but uh, I guess I wouldn't really know he was there. It's just a step to the left, you know Steve. <laughs> and then a jump to the right. Or... Nope. Put your hands on your hips. But if you put your hands on your hips, you won't be able to fire your bow very well. Just saying. That is his special. You could have a magic bow. It's the pelvic thrust, though, that really drives him insane. You just have to whistle on the arrows. Exactly. So since there's only one dude I can see. like you should cast time. (laughs) Gotta murder someone. Take a shot without killing all of my compatriots here. I don't. Do you have any non-arrow related things that you do? You have Not any uh, really. boxing glove arrows, or arrows. you've got a super <laughs> short human and two dwarves Explosive in front of you? You can arrow. shoot right over our heads. Wait, oh, that's a good he point. Have I'm two fairly dwarves. tall. Well, tallish. Isn't oh Peter? Are you human? I thought you were a dwarf for some reason. I, Sorry, I am human. Okay, well, I mean, never mind. For certain I, talk, I talk. I talk. Short, also, I'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> K is a half elf. Yeah. he doesn't human. present well. He slouches a lot. He's kind of hairy, maybe. All right. So your assessment is I'm safe to take a shot here, or on on the the kobold definitely. Just don't roll a one. You don't you don't worry about shooting your friends unless you want to shoot your friends. All right. I, I mean you never you friends. never worry about shooting your friends. That much friends. is apparent. I just don't want to shoot the food. I hate it when that no guy comes on and these. says elf shot the food. <laughs> oh, yeah. Imagine right. it's a skull. So uh, I will um, first make this only guy that I can see my quarry, which I believe is this guy here. Yep, mm-hmm. as my miner, and then I'm gonna go ahead and um, fire off just a ranged basic. As boring as that sounds, it does sound pretty boring. It is boring, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And that is a twenty-five. Nice. Your uh, so that attack. that kobold is apparently you know having seen Peter walk in and is startled. He turns around and he he starts to pick up a javelin that's lying right near him. But an arrow just goes through his head, and he dies. Bravo! Oh, no! <laughs> oh, it's like that. Does it pin his skull to the back wall? Because that would be awesome. <laughs> uh, this is a family-friendly podcast, so... Oh, we'll fix that. So, yes. Yes. Hey, he did it with the skull. That skull was already dead. Uh, <laughs> or was it? Yeah. Or was it? Well, right. you'll never know. Well, you left that room. We did. Good job, way, When Wesley. she says I did it with the skull, she means I shot the arrow through the skull. <laughs> Very right. good clarification. Family friendly. Uh, Family friendly. Oh, yeah, podcast. I don't you, think I have anything else I can really do here. Having would, would you like to move? You can move. Or hmm. use that move for some other minor action. I'm probably unaware at this point that that other door leads to the same room, correct? Mm-hmm. Probably. All right. Then I'll just stay where I'm at. And um, yeah, maybe I'll move it up one here so I can see if I can get another angle on um, the room. The room. 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 All right. How quickly can our adventurers destroy a laboratory? The answer is on the next edition of Total Party Kill. Mm-hmm.